I want to see Jar Jar beat the <laughs> out of somebody. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Star Wars Explained Weekly Q&A. I'm Alex. I'm Molly. And we're here to talk about Star Wars and a little bit about Avatar. Yay. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Because I, I have been feeling the urge to talk about it. Uh, I didn't want to take over an entire Star Wars Explained video. Even though there's, like, some Star Wars connections to Avatar. We're not claiming to be Avatar Explained. No, no, no. But, <laughs> you know, we have the Dave Filoni connection. Zuko is Ben Solo. That's true. I mean... Slash Kylo Ren. Zuko is one of my favorite fictional characters. I think he's fantastic. If you've never watched it, go watch the cartoon. If you were interested in the live-action version, we did a discussion about it. We're putting that out on Patreon because it... With Bad Batch and everything else going on, I just don't feel like I have the time to do a full-on video about Avatar. But I did want to talk about the live-action version, uh, what we liked about it, what we didn't like about it, um, how great Zuko and Iroh are in it. And not just because we love Paul Sun Young Lee <laughs> as Carson <laughs> That Tata. helps. Yeah. That helps a lot. But yeah. he, he does do a great job in the show. We, we liked the show. Uh, yeah, so Spoilers uh, that's out on our for our <laughs> Patreon talk. We liked it, but we, did like it. we have some concerns, too. <laughs> I, I think that people are treating it more harshly than it deserves Sure. Um, for what it was. But I also wanted to point out that uh, Aang is earthbending <laughs> because we <laughs> I have had several requests to have geode in the middle here. And we did put a literal brick from outside on our table. Still have it in here. I know. I never took it back outside. <laughs> it's just sitting over there. Uh, but I did make an order to Q&A props because they have a, a three set geode. One of them is a bookend. And then there's like the black series and the six inch size. We have so many little geodes now. Look how little. <laughs> This is going to be like dominoes if I put it back. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, so so wait, you said Aang can earthbend Geode? Is that allowed? I don't know. I, like, I don't know if it's... It's probably not a good idea to earthbend a person. That's bloodbending. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> don't do yeah, that. Yeah, don't do that, Aang. <laughs> don't do that. What, what what did we get up to this past week and what were our... Well, you were gone. <laughs> so I had to survive all by my lonesome here alone. What'd you do? Nothing. <laughs> you don't say nothing. You watched Love is Blind Sweden. I That's know what true. you did. <laughs> I, well, okay. I want to normalize having a nothing weekend, like having just a very chill, relaxed uh, recuperation moment. Um, so, yeah, I, I relaxed a lot over the weekend. I did watch the Swedish Love is Blind, which was delightful. Um, I needed my Love is Blind fix, and I was waiting for you to get back to watch the newer episodes, so. Well, yeah, I was gone for a bachelor party, and my friends, they're a bunch of nerds, and all on their own, they decided they wanted to watch Jedi Party from the Arlnauts, so we watched <laughs> all three of the, the prequel episodes, and I was... I was bragging, and I was, like, messaging Arl Knotts while we were watching it. <laughs> One of my friends was very jealous. <laughs> Did they love it? Oh, yeah. I mean, most of them had seen it before. Oh, okay. Uh, I think one or two people are, are Star Wars fans, and they were like, I don't even know what this is. Mm -hmm. uh, so Jedi Party's great. Yeah. It's it's super silly. Um, Thursday night, I went on Triad of the Force to talk about the big Bad Batch premiere episodes, which was fun. Always love 
hanging out with Goose and, and Nani. Love Triad. Yeah. And then I was going to shout out uh, this cool shirt that we were sent from uh, Beyond the Gift Shop, which I, I just really like this shirt. <laughs> like almost, minimalistic crawl. Yeah, it kind of looks like Morse code, but I know it's just... It is Morse code, and it spells out, it is a period of civil war. <laughs> is it? No. <laughs> I was like, wait, there would be so many more lines. <laughs> I forgot to put mine on, but I got one too, and I'll wear it next time. <laughs> but let's get into some questions. Our first one is from Elo Asti, who asks, what is Ahmed Best up to at Activision? Uh, you saw this the other to? night and shared it, and we all got very excited. I'm going to go on and read all the hashtags that he put okay, on his post. Yeah, so he, he shared an image of him on Instagram. He was in a mocap suit, and he said something like, just when I thought I was out, they pull me back in. And then he included several... Hashtag mocap, hashtag Star Wars, hashtag Jar Jar Binks, hashtag Activision, ding, 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 hashtag Jedi, hashtag Sith Lord, hashtag Keller and Beck. So, yeah, what's going on here? So I will say he, in a lot of his posts, he does things like hashtag Jedi, hashtag Keller and Beck. Uh, some of them are like a little more vague, but he's he's been known to put a lot of hashtags in his posts before, but these seemed just too good to ignore. <laughs> <laughs> for the I, fans i'm gonna the fact that jar jar and sith lord were both in there sent people crazy well he has definitely had fun with that in the past you know when the darth jar jar theory came out he was very like i don't know could be <laughs> there there definitely was supposed to be more with jar jar i had talks with george lucas about it but i right now am holding back on any expectations i think he is just throwing out hashtags that he is connected to mm -hmm. uh jar jar and keller and beck both him obviously but i don't think he's playing both characters at the same time in an activision game right although i do wish that activision made tony hawk pro skater and uh our thumbnail creator uh, brian ward <laughs> made an amazing box art for jar jar binks pro skater oh <laughs> so i'm like i would play the hell out of that and yeah. now that I think about it, Darth Maul was a, an unlockable character in one of the Tony Hawk games. Was he really? So which one? Let's play it. Uh, three, maybe. I think. I know. Spider Man I think, was the unlockable in two. I think I only played one and two, and I was garbage at it, but I did like playing it still. So great soundtrack. Maybe Activision is bringing back Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, and Jar Jar will be <laughs> an unlockable character. Well, as soon as I saw this post, I immediately Googled Activision to see what kind of games they did and what they might be working on. And it was like Call of Duty, and I was like, no. And then I saw Rock Band and Guitar Hero and got super excited. I was like, what if Jar Jar is going to be in like a Star Wars Rock Band? We could get the Max Rebo band, yeah. the game, or something stupid. I don't know. I was like, I love, I loved playing those games years ago, and I think they should bring them back. Look, LucasArts used to just put out a lot of wild games, and I think it's time to bring that back. Don't worry about whether or not Max Rebo Rock Band is <laughs> canon. Let's just get it. Let's get a big... You have to buy the whole Red Ball organ, yeah. and you have to sit there and play it with your feet. But it's a very expensive accessory. <laughs> Would you rather see 
whatever video game this is, would you rather see it be Jar Jar or Keller and Beck? Jar Jar. I think so too. I, like I, I, I love, love Keller and Beck to death. I yeah, I do too. But it being the 25th anniversary of the Phantom Menace, also people are ready. Yeah, people are ready to actually have Jar Jar back in something and celebrate him. I think he would be welcomed back, the character specifically. We already know Ahmed Best would be welcomed, but I think people would welcome the character back now too. And, you know, you pointed out that he already knows uh, martial arts. Mm -hmm. So, like, he could do all of his own mocap stuff and uh, it maybe it's a fighting game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> you're making me think I want to of... see Jar Jar beat the <laughs> out of somebody. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Soul Calibur 4, I want to say. One of the Soul Calibur games had Yoda and Darth Vader in it. So I am learning so many new things today. That's <laughs> Star Wars used to be a little more loosey-goosey with uh, what it let other video games do. So, yeah, maybe Jar Jar is going to be in a fighting game. Basically, like, Drunken Master style. Yeah. Maybe they're making a new Terrace Kasi. Ooh, please. But I think for now, I think that it's probably not related to star wars i think he is doing mocap for another project he's excited about it he wanted to share it because i kind of just don't think lucasfilm would let him well <laughs> put all those because when i read the title that he put or the caption just when i thought i was out they pull me back in that does sound like his relationship with star wars like he was out and he came back and he was out and he came back. He already came back with Keller and Beck though. Yeah. But now, I mean, the mocap. Yeah, they they pulled me back into the mocap suit. Maybe. But I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> People were like looking at the dots on his face, like, oh, it could be this, it could be this. Uh, I was just like, I don't know what this means, but whatever it is, I'm excited for it. Like you, you have sold me more on. I want it to be Jar Jar in a. <laughs> random fighting game like mm -hmm. put him in street fighter 8 or whatever is yeah. <laughs> let's get a new tekken game and instead of eddie gordo it's just jar jar, it's jar, -Jar. Around. yeah <laughs> it totally works i wanted to put that in there so we could have a little bit of fun talking about video games and now we're going to bring the mood down <laughs> and uh talk about how ea just laid off 670 of its employees which absolutely sucks uh and that's coming off the heels of Sony laying off 900 employees. Also, Microsoft earlier this year laid off a bunch, and they own Activision. So mm -hmm. all this is connected. All Just the video game industry seems like it's in all kinds of turmoil right now, and it sucks. Yeah. Uh, and like we know so many people in the industry now that I'm stressed out for them. I, I know they're far more stressed out, but... Wanted to talk about that. Obviously, it affects us as Star Wars fans as well, because they announced that they are not doing that first-person shooter game. Yeah, that, that we... was so quick. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even really officially announced. No. It was well, just the rumor came out, IGN covered it. It was officially announced that there was a first-person shooter Star Wars game from Respawn. Okay. And then IGN, or uh, I can't remember who it was, but... Insider In, Gaming. Insider Gaming. Yeah, not IGN. They put out that it was going to be centered around a Mandalorian. So we have known about the first-person shooter game from Respawn for that a while. That was like two weeks ago. But they said <laughs> that they were... That was last week. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah, my gosh. Yeah, a week ago. What is time? And they shifted away from that, and their... Star Wars Jedi 3 is still in development, but I 
would also expect they didn't say anything about this but there was supposed to be a a real-time strategy game from respawn and development as well Mm. i'm gonna guess that is no longer happening either yeah they're probably pulling back on everything except jedi 3 star wars gaming has been in a frustrating place for a while now uh this just seems like another thing to add to the pile but in general i more wanted to just air some grievances about the video game industry and not the developers but the corporations that run them Mm -hmm. and it just it's not even just video games it's like warner brothers and the way that they're handling all these movies that they're just like throwing away Mm -hmm. and it's all for tax write-offs and to line their own pockets and I immediately thought of uh, Nintendo when the Wii U came out (laughs) and it did not do well to avoid layoffs. uh, The CEO, Awada, cut his salary by 50%. Yeah, a lot of people were kind of bringing that up recently. And from what I understand, that's a normalized practice in Japan. Not over here. Like I would Culturally, yeah, I can see that. Where I mean, like, it makes sense. You are the head of the company. Mm. And if the company's not doing well, like, <laughs> I I just don't think uh, Andrew Wilson is going to be affected by these layoffs. I would really right. love to see how his salary is affected by all of these decisions that they're making. Yeah, I'm sure it's, it's not a lot. I think he made 20 million. Oh, I wrote it down. <laughs> he made... $20.7 million in 2023. Mm. Come on. <laughs> that's that's so much money for, yeah. for one CEO to have. I do want to play devil's advocate a little bit, though, because for Nintendo to do that for... So they did that with the after the Nintendo Wii... Or no, the, the, Wii, U, the yeah. Wii U kind of bombed. But they knew they were going to have the Switch out after that. I don't know. Or they, they figured, it's Nintendo. Like, everything <laughs> they do, for the most part is perfection and gold and so i can see they go up and down i can see the ceo choosing to take that cut knowing that the next big thing that they put out will be a banger yeah but to me what that says is i know what we have in the pipeline and i know who i need to make it who Mm -hmm. i value and i need these workers yeah and so i will value them i will take a cut whereas in the video game industry, or at least in America, it seems like these companies keep buying smaller studios, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Wow, you made a great game. We're cutting half of your staff." Yeah, and it's, it's like ridiculous. now you can't make the same game again. I blame AI. <laughs> I mean, this has been happening before <laughs> that, but but yeah, it's, it's certainly probably. It's only getting worse, and I feel like, especially after learning so much about how much AI was a factor in the strikes that just happened, the video game industry is sweating. So I I feel like they're probably ha- trying to have like a big change up. Somehow I, AI, I think, is involved. I, I wouldn't be surprised about that at all because I'm sure there are some CEOs that are like, oh, I can just type into an AI Chat generator, GBT. like, <laughs> make me a Star Wars game. Sure. And... They'll be like, there, but slap the Star Wars label on it. We didn't have to pay a single programmer. Boom. Like, let's sell it. And it'll terrible. be terrible. <laughs> terrible. What is happening with leadership in general in America? It's just going in the toilet. Yeah. 
I'm just I can't remember the figures now, but All I saw CEOs are garbage. I right saw now. some graph of like how much a CEO makes compared to their average worker and how it has skyrocketed over the past 50, 60 years. Mm-hmm. I think it started in 65 and it's just like this boom graph. Yeah. I remember recently something came out about Bob Iger taking a big pay cut, not voluntarily, just it, that just happened. And he oh, was like, was wah. <laughs> wah. <laughs> I I don't know when that was because I all I remember is last year him talking about how the strikers were being unreasonable while he was at billionaire boy camp or whatever. It was, it was I wouldn't called. say it was a pay cut. He just lost money. Oh, he okay. was he wasn't making as much, and people were like, "Look at how much less money Bob Iger has made." And it's like, boo. <laughs> Ever is he gonna Sorry. do? Well, you're gonna have to. You're just making more work for yourself. <laughs> Boo, freaking who? <laughs> Let me put that gif up of me crying with my dollar bills, hundred dollar bills. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting riled up. I'm getting all riled up. I don't really have much more to say about this. I have no solutions to offer because I don't really know the industry that well. But just wanted to express our frustrations and uh, our our feelings for the developers who are affected by this, especially the ones who have been laid off. But I know it's a stressful time for anyone in the video game industry now. We've worked closely with EA in the past, and we know people close to Respawn and DICE, and it just sucks to hear news like this. Yeah. I mean, those are the like relationships that we have formed or the people at those developers Mm -hmm. the the companies under ea that are being affected by all this right uh and it's and it sucks and it's not just i we're talking about ea because that's the more star wars centric but also everyone that was at sony like they they laid off people at insomniac and naughty dog and like people who make games that i love and adore didn't you say that right after they got done talking about how great the spider-man game was was when they were like by the way we're doing a bunch of layoffs (laughs) i I don't know the exact timeline but it seemed like they were like spider-man was the best selling video game of the playstation we're doing so good we're firing 900 of you like (laughs) that that's how it came across anyway (laughs) we're gonna shift back over to some happier news uh this is an official news but in lieu of anything else collider over this past week reported that the Acolyte potentially has its release date. It's sounding like June 5th. Collider is someone that I would consider, like, they they have their sources. It's mm-hmm. not some random website. Yeah. Uh, again, it's not official news, but everyone's been kind of thinking it would be a summer series. So a big. It, it just feels like the, the big summer blockbuster for Star Wars, right? Yeah. Even though it's a show. I'm still calling it a blockbuster. I mean, it feels like it for me. I'm very <laughs> excited about it. We have also heard that Skeleton Crew was going to get pushed to like the holiday season. Mm. I'm still kind of thinking that that might be centered around Life Day. Like, <sighs> I wonder if there's a reason that they're centered like, around it, or it just happens to be like one of the episodes might be Life Day. Well, you know how adjacent like ET is a Halloween movie at points. Mm-hmm. Like, just a lot of these movies about family 
yeah. about kids. It's like, oh, the kids are missing and it's almost life day. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, no. I'm just wondering if there's going to be some holiday central to that series. And there's a reason that they pushed it an entire year instead of a few months. I'm getting off topic. I hope you're right. Honestly, <laughs> if if it gives us another reason to pull out our life day robes, then yeah, let's do it. <laughs> uh, but the Acolyte, June, maybe? Uh, and if that's true, then I'm wondering if we could start getting some marketing. Actually, we did kind of start getting some marketing because uh, Amandla just did an interview mm-hmm. and started talking about it. So I do think they're starting to ramp up. Yeah, I'm. I'm so stoked to get live action High Republic. Like the trailer that we got to see at Celebration for the Acolyte was incredible. Like some of the best looking choreographed stuff, like not just the fights, but the cinematography and stuff looked so good for this show. And it's got some really cool people in it. Yeah, the cast looks great. The fighting looked great. I was also impressed that, you know, a lot of people talking about Andor, they were like, love the tone, wish it were just a little pulpier. This feels like they may have nailed mm-hmm. that because there were a ton of aliens in it. It was weird. Ton but of it Jedi. Was still, yeah, ton of Jedi, ton of aliens, weird locations. It still felt like just tense. Yeah. So I, I think they might have really found a good balance between serious and pulpy. I'm so ready to get a Jedi-focused live-action show for Star Wars that doesn't have all the baggage of, like, are we going to do this character justice? Because, like, no one knows any of these characters yet. I'm so ready for something brand new and fresh. High Republic fans are probably going to be like that, but I think they're going to be more chill about it. (laughs) Well, I mean... Like, I I don't think people are going to be freaking out about... Vernestra Rowe as much as... Okay, she's the only one confirmed to be in this that we know of from the books that could have potential baggage yeah, <laughs> and expectations. Like, I'm, I'm a little bit, like, just in the era itself. I'm like, are they going to do it justice? But, you know, it's set apart enough from the books that things will have changed. So it doesn't have to be a one-for-one translation. There will be mm-hmm. reasons why it's a little different. Yeah. Even, even Vernestra, if she's different... It's been a couple hundred years, so yeah. she's been through more stuff. Yeah. But I, yeah, I'm just so excited to get away from the Skywalker saga. Like, it's crazy. Baggage. Yeah, baggage. <laughs> it, it's true. Th- this is just going to feel freeing. The same way that reading The High Republic for the first time did of like, this is set up, This I'm meeting all these new characters mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't know anything else about them. It, it just kind of opens you up to be more flexibly minded it's such a breath of fresh air or i assume it will be you know just seeing the trailer and reading about what it's going to be about it it just seems like it's going to be a breath of fresh air for everyone so yeah i'm really hopeful that we start getting trailers soon if they want to i mean i think they need to start ramping up because it is outside of the Skywalkers and it's going to be so unfamiliar. Mm-hmm. They need to be like, look, there's lightsabers, but it's also different. So if you wanted to start on March 4th, Star Wars, it's my birthday. Oh, <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> That's two months beforehand. Yeah. Let's get going. I think they will. Three months, three months beforehand. I think they will put something out before Bad Batch is totally over. 
I think so. Because if they wait till it's over, it'll be what? May, that'll be May 4th. Like it would make a lot of sense to put a trailer out on May 4th. Maybe the final trailer comes out. Right. I, I think that only one month of marketing is not enough. I mm-hmm. think they should. I, I bet two months makes more sense. I feel like that's when the first trailer for The Mandalorian came out. Mm-hmm. The very first one. I think it was about two months beforehand. Yeah. So, yeah, let's let's start. Let's give it a good eight weeks. <laughs> put out a lot of TV spots and little trailers. I'm ready. Let's do it. I'm so excited. <laughs> Still keeping with live action, Caleb Diaz asks how we feel about Mando and Grogu shooting exclusively in Los Angeles. That came out this past week. Not surprised. Yeah, not surprised at all. They're trying to do this low budget, quick, let's get a movie out, let's shoot it. They said Basically they... like we shoot the show. <laughs> they, they got the biggest tax credit that LA's given out or something like that, but yeah. This is basically what I was expecting. I wasn't expecting them to go around the world and no. shoot on location. This is going to be like an extra long episode of the show. I would not get your expectations up for anything more than that. Pedro's not going to be in it. You don't think so? No. I can't decide. Like, I hope that he's in it, but he's shooting The Last of Us right now, I think. He's got Fantastic Four on the way. I love But Pedro. he only needs to be there for like a day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm i going into it assuming he's not in it. So that if he is, I'm like, yay, great. Yeah, yeah. Cool. You don't care. You've got what you want. He's in the title. <laughs> the star is already there. My bebe. Your bebe will be there no matter what. So. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> no, I would love to see Pedro's face as Din again at some point. I just don't think we're getting it for this movie not with how season three ended we're nowhere close to him being like you know what i'm actually just gonna keep it off Uh, yeah and like it kind of would be strange at this point if he's like you know what forget the end of season three i'm popping this off whenever i feel like it there needs to be like another good reason for him to do it and let's let's normalize praising the actors in the suit Mm -hmm. just as much as we would give pedro praise because right now they are din they are the mandalorian like that's who we're seeing in the show and like i don't i don't understand the the i don't understand people getting so upset that pedro's not in it because it's like the same character yeah we've only seen his face three times yeah, yeah I, I, I'm like, yeah, it's probably wise to just expect that he won't show up so that if it happens, we can all be excited that all three people who play <laughs> Din were there. But we might see it in like a, a brief vignette catch up clips kind of thing at the very start. So then we can all say, hey, there's Pedro. Yeah. <laughs> Remember him? <laughs> I, I, I do kind of think it'll happen, but I'm not going to be upset or surprised if it doesn't i'll be happy to have brendan wayne and latif crowder kick an ass all around the galaxy whatever they're doing <laughs> yeah whatever the, the the story for me does not matter at this point <laughs> i think i'm over my initial thoughts of like is this big enough for the next star wars movie i'm like eh, i'm ready to see a star wars movie in the theater it's gonna be like it'll be a fun uh, time yeah it's a space cowboy and baby adventure it's like we we know basically what we're gonna get, I, and I do think it'll be on a bigger scale. And knowing what John Favreau gave us, 
with the the cop van episode. I'm like, if they can do something like that and mm-hmm. even bigger, mm-hmm. great. Yep. Like, I, I do think that the, maybe the stakes need to be bigger than a crate dragon, <laughs> pun and intended. But. Honestly, if it is kind of a smaller scale story, that could be nice. Mm-hmm. They're saying it's, you know, it's all going to be shot in California. It's a lower budget, which I would hope a one and a half hour, two hour movie would be lower budget than a eight episode TV show. You know, I'll say this. I hope they don't go back to Tython or Mapuzo. The the ones that obviously look like side of the highway, California. Yeah, <laughs> they probably will. It's like it, it can be done. You know, the Andor went on Aldani was just outside on a hill. Mm. And it's like that worked. It, it's just that <laughs> it but, worked. But for also me. Aldani was in. Scotland, wasn't it? Right. That's why it works, I think, for us, because we're like, oh, wow, what an exotic location. And maybe people in England (laughs) see Mapuzo or Tython and they're like, wow, (laughs) how exotic. What's that, a cactus? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they were very bored by Aldani. I don't Mm, know. Maybe. But yeah, I I would rather see some more exciting planets. Sure. (laughs) They got the volume. I mean, there's endless possibilities with that thing. And I, I, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But in the case of The Mandalorian, I think it mostly works. And it's just getting better and better. Going over to The Bad Batch for a little bit, Garrett McDowell asks, why Emery Carr has a last name? Is she the only clone that has a last name? Why is she Emery Carr? Hmm. I wonder if just someone named her maybe it was supposed to be to keep her a secret like it was people suspected she might be a clone at the end of season two Mm -hmm. but maybe hemlock was keeping her around and he's like i'm just gonna give you a full name so no one knows do you think hemlock raised her do you think she has the age accelerating kind of yeah i do think that she is like a reg where Omega did not have the age acceleration, but she did. Mm. So I think she is probably the same age as most other clones. If that's true, I think Hemlock or whoever were her like main caretakers as she was growing up and and learning and stuff. Like I I guess they would give her a normal name, like a first and last name. Like Hemlock's the kind of person that I don't think he he might have called her ct0001 but if he's taking her around to these random installations then he might want to be like you're dr Carr." yeah and right this is not a clone like no one pay attention to her mm. i i wonder if she's like the dark side version of omega like nala say had omega and seems to really care for her and i feel like maybe yeah hemlock kept her around and like my theory is that she tried to escape and failed and maybe failed several times mm. and that's why she thinks it's so hopeless and keeps telling omega like just keep your head down follow the rules you'll be fine yeah that would be really sad yeah but i i there's hope for her to be better like she has humanity in her i think that we're going to find out more about her and she will be saved with the other clones I do like the idea that they would give her a normal sounding name so that she seemed 
like nothing special. I guess it just depends on where she was raised, what she was doing. There's so much surrounding her that we don't know. So mm -hmm. all we can do is speculate. Yeah. Because, I mean, if the emperor, let's say, hears that a clone is in charge of this, that, or the other, it might raise some alarm huh. in him. And so maybe they gave her gave her a normal name to just be like, she's she's a normal, uh, loyal, imperial scientist. Yeah, so, so maybe she is like a secret. Maybe Hemlock doesn't even want the emperor to know he's got this little clone experiment on the side or something. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, yeah, I, I think much like Palpatine, Hemlock has a lot of plans that he's trying to control all at once, and maybe Emery is one of his plans. We see all the time, especially in the books and comics, that there are always Imperials that are like, I can do better than Palpatine. I'm going to take over Palpatine. Mm -hmm. It's not just the Sith. It's like Imperials doing it too. So Hemlock, I think, we saw he has ambitions to become like head science boy or whatever he said <laughs> to Palpatine. And I think that's just step one to rising even further. So he probably does have his own ambitions. Yeah. But that's all the time we have for questions today. If you want to leave a question for next week's video, just put it in the comments below or sign up for Patreon to join our weekly Q&A discussion. If you haven't already, please like this video, subscribe to the channel. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Threads, and Blue Sky. And as always, thanks for watching, and may the Force be with you.